Fresca, Grim After Dark, starring John and Danny. Guys, I'm actually here this time, and it wasn't just a, a sudden awkward cut to me. I love it. Hey, welcome, everyone. Uh, my name is John. Welcome to Grim After Dark. We're the Friendly Gaming Network's weekly interview show where we hit the high points uh, of the last week in the Warhammer community and talk to the best players and content creators from around the world about the one thing we all love, which is Warhammer. Uh, tonight, we welcome Adrian Phelps from Tabletop Titans, uh, one of the premier Warhammer content creators, uh, an all-around nice guy, or at least I hope so. I mean, otherwise, I'll be sadder than an orc player with 30 buggies in their collection currently. Uh, my co-host today needs some introduction. He's the terror of the mid-tables. He is not allowed back into the game store since his last opponent was made to feel really uncomfortable when Danny found out Necrons all have the core keyword now. Uh, it's Danny McDevitt. Hey, John. Luckily, they <laughs> dropped the sexual uh, the sexual assault charges, too. I was going to say, Danny, are you looking at core keywords right now? I mean... Um, <laughs> Big no. changes are in the competitive 40k world, uh, with either too many balance updates or not enough, depending on uh, who you're subscribed to. Uh, but lots of kind of changes. So, kind of, what is your opinion on the changes we're seeing coming out of this balance update that we had last week? Well, John, I think we're looking at some really awesome changes for the game in general. Uh, I'm pretty excited about uh, about obviously uh, we just talked about one uh, changes to yeah. my beloved Necrons. Um, let's go with some core. G gotta love it. Uh, and then uh, some of the other changes, uh, Oryx definitely got a massive nerf. Um, was deserved it too harsh? Probably I don't know. I mean, oh, like, yeah, it was deserved. <laughs> but, like, uh, making sure that people can't use models in their armies, I can understand the kind of the validity of that argument as, as being a rough standby. But I don't know. It most I feel like this mostly just affected meta chasers, and I don't really feel too sorry for them. Um, That's fair, well, it also affected Chaos players, because regardless yeah. of what happens, Chaos players are going to hate literally everything. Uh, and they found a way to take an issue with getting extra attacks for free against everyone. Uh, someone posted this wonderful <laughs> meme here uh, saying that they wanted two in Marines, and the best we can do is destroy the fluff of death to the false emperor. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> I guess... A classic uh, meme there. That is that's, That one will live on in my heart for a long classic. time, John. So, I, like, I had two I wanted to show for this one, but I chose this one here because it's really, it encapsulates Chaos players so well, and just finding no joy in literally anything. Um, <laughs> Where is this just entirely joy and toy simultaneously? Yeah, absolutely. Um, whereas uh, the other one I wanted to see was uh, oh, there was someone was sharing like a, an imaginary conversation where a Chaos Marine was just like uh, yelling. I was like, "Oh, you're you're a false god! I will destroy you!" And then just confused tyranid noises underneath. Uh, <laughs> Expanded to everyone. What's your take on Chaos? Because like flawless host is now a huge option again. Uh, just a lot of assault marines like Slanash is going to see a rise from this. How is your take on the chaos update, Grade? Yeah, I think that uh, I think there's probably some decent options um, uh, that chaos players have now. I think they probably got a little bit of a buff, 
but they're going to need a lot more to kind of see some time in the top tables anytime soon. Oh, I didn't. I didn't say they're going to be top tables. That, that's crazy. Well, and right look, there. it's it's all 100 <laughs> percent buff. They got no nerfs. So yeah. like just all kind buff. of blessings, right? <laughs> all buff, no nerf. And yeah, Nurgle Matthew, I'm also happy being miserable with my multiple chaos armies, uh, which is entirely the reason I don't win and has zero to do with skill uh, whatsoever. Quiet Danny. Uh, Joy Toy is at it again uh, as we see the Invictor in person. And I want to point out that what A, and if Rich, we could go back to this picture here with the Joy Toy. Um, I... I did not blur that background for a cheap deal to joke whatsoever. It was blurred by Joy Toy. Um, that's how they posted it. And B, <laughs> where could I buy that Joy Toy t-shirt? Because uh, I really want that. I feel it would just add to our grim dark meta uh, right over here. Uh, anyway, the, the adorable baby is fantastic. Uh, and seeing it in person actually makes me want to get it even more. Uh, I joked yeah. with one of our friends, Daddy, that he can take his little like titty anime figures and put it inside of Invictor. Uh, what is your your kind of thoughts on the Invictor that we see it here? It's really cool. I, I don't know if I'll get the Invictor, but I'm for sure getting the librarian that they previewed a little while ago. That thing is awesome. Yeah, they're, they're super cool coming out. And we'll say all of these guys are limited releases. So once they are done, they are gone. Uh, so if you want one, get on it. Uh, and please buy me one. Um <laughs> Anyway, painting advice straight from Discord. Uh, Danny, we're both oh. in the Discord with a very talented painter, and I need to share this with you. Uh, people have asked me how to paint faces and models, so I have a step-by-step -step guide if you want to see it. So we see this first picture here, which is base coat, the face, and a dark reddish-brown. They used a 50-50 mix of red okra and magenta. Uh, and then step two, uh, paint the rest of the fucking face. <laughs> <laughs> this person is an obscenely skilled painter um but i'm happy that instead of watching like 30 minute tutorials uh, by louise on uh, warhammer plus um i can just just do it that, that, that's the plan there it's, it's pretty great uh it's a pretty great plan i i, I w i'm gonna try that method i actually actually i think what just do it yeah just paint the rest of the fucking face i'm gonna do that <laughs> coward just do it uh, amazing. Uh, last week, scandal. Uh, scandal in the internet community here, Danny. Uh-oh. What um, happened, our, John? Our very own Val Heffelfinger, <laughs> creative director extraordinaire, uh, yeah, kind okay. of replicated the old one Necron war in heaven with his very own war on Greg's. Uh, Greg Chassain, a good hammer writer and genuinely nice guy, uh, unfortunately <laughs> listens to this trash show and responded. Uh, we said, top eight Greg here. I wasn't intending to clown in the ITC rankings there, but thanks for letting me know that I'm the worst, most relentless <laughs> event attack. Not saying I don't deserve it, but geez. <laughs> well, dude, we got to get Greg on here to defend himself, John. Oh, we do. So, yeah, okay. we're, we're definitely invite Greg, your uh, open invites come on and talk about it. We did want to give Val uh, an opportunity to defend himself. Uh, he chose to not be here tonight, which we think is directly tied um to to this this attack by greg's action um, speak volumes john that's all i have to yeah, say about that this is going to be like the start of that goonhammer flg war uh the we're just stuck in the middle and or inciting uh whatever you think is best on that one there yeah john and i are like switzerland over here and val is <laughs> benefiting from both sides but not really mentioning it <laughs> <laughs> oh boy and if you're unhappy with this please remember youtube has removed the dislike button so the only way to let us know your pleasure is to like subscribe comment uh go all the way to the end of the video and watch perfect. everything on the frontline gaming network perfect um hey finally today we're gonna pay some bills 
So now we're going to be talking about Frontline's pre-printed terrain set. And although it's the set with a giant center ruin, you really need to kind of cut in half for it to be any kind of use on the table. Uh, the terrain does look incredible. And when you're like me and can't be asked painting the army, uh, the terrain coming ready to go is a lifesaver. Um, specially priced for a limited time only. If you enter the promo code, this is fake. Uh, literally nothing will change and you receive an error message. Courtesy of Grim After Dark. <laughs> you're welcome. Beautiful. You're welcome. Daddy, have you seen that uh, pre, uh, pre-painted uh, terrain set that's come out Oh, there? I thought you were going to ask me if I've seen the error code. And I'm like, yeah, I have, John. I tried it out. <laughs> no, it's a unique error code. We guarantee it won't work. <laughs> yep, for sure. Uh, yeah, I did check out the terrain. It's really awesome. Luckily, John, you know that big building? Uh, yep. You don't have to glue it together. It actually comes apart in the middle. Oh, amazing. Because all the I game know. stores I played, I just have this giant obnoxious ruin I, in the center. I, 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 I know. I know. Mm. I know. It won't, Sorry, it won't hurt soon. It won't hurt you anymore. <laughs> yeah, the best coupon code, thank you, Tomodachi Express, is Mob Rules Sucks. And definitely don't check out the Mob Rules YouTube channel or podcast available where oh. everything is. Uh, also garbage. Taking care of there. Also garbage. Uh, Danny, uh, why don't you introduce us to our guest? Well, uh, honestly, our, this guest actually needs no introduction. Um, Adrian has been a huge part of... Uh, of the of the of the online warhammer uh content creators club for like quite some time with the hugely popular channel tabletop titans um and has been a, a pretty a pretty good uh, dominating factor in the competitive scene around around his uh around his hometown there and in, in the in the bay area um and so totally happy to welcome adrian to the show welcome adrian <laughs> thanks so much how you guys doing? <laughs> so good. And yeah, you are actually just back from like gallivanting across the world for Warhammer, right? <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Just back from uh, No Retreat Legends uh, in Gibraltar, where it was uh, hanging out with other cool content creators. And it was amazing. Still a little bit jet lagged, also- but uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> so it was awesome. It was great. <laughs> so yeah, tell us about that experience for that. Because yeah, we're gonna go into tabletop titans and all that other kind of stuff earlier. But kind of sure. was like slowly released and teased. Like a whole bunch of content creators just decided to fly to this little uh, island <laughs> right. uh, to, to play like a whole bunch of Warhammer. So how does that kind of come across uh, come about? Um, that's a great question. So SN's done. You know, they they've kind of been known for doing their events for a number of years now. Beautiful terrain. Uh, a lot of the stuff you have to like apply to. Have a good looking army, etc. And uh, this was the first year that they decided to do one that was kind of about people that are either good players or good content creators or good painters. Um, and so we got this like mysterious box, like, uh, I don't know, eight months, a year ago, basically inviting us to come on down and uh, uh, f- fly down and play five games, hang out, raise a bunch of money for charity, which was always cool. And uh, it was just it was just wild. You know, it was a whole weekend in Gibraltar meeting these people that either I've always watched, you know, like there's Lawrence from Tabletop uh, Tactics there and stuff like that, or that I like kind of know from online, but it's like we're all gathered in one place in this kind of uh, disgusting like YouTube influencer trip where we all have our phones out taking pictures and streaming to everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Danny and I also received a similar box, but it was more like the movie Seven uh, than any actually. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. More of a threat, I think. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it was worth it. They're like, please stay away. Please do not come. There's <laughs> <laughs> a couple of restraining orders with safety pins. Yeah, you know, yeah. We get, yeah. We get more invites like that than we'd really care for. And at this point, it's just sort of rude. So just please right? stop. That's all we, we would say. 
We could stop calling them invites, though, John, at some point. Anyway. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you would think, but my fragile yeah. eagle only allows so much uh, Fair. time. Yep, same. <laughs> so you are, are not only known, and thank you, chat, for pointing this out here, for, for having great hair and a, an amazing hairline. Oh. Um, like just and a Hawaiian the, the amount- shirt for every occasion. I'll say that as well. Oh, naturally. Of course. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> well, for your time with uh, Tabletop Titans. So, so sort of tell me your involvement in Tabletop Titans and uh, from maybe a more of a layman thing, what even is Tabletop Titans? Yeah, totally. So Tabletop Titans is a YouTube channel that I run uh, with a couple other friends. Uh, Brian Poland and Bridger Han and I started it. And uh, we basically are focused about around playing uh, epic, fun games with your friends uh, where you can play as well as, po- as possible, as competitively as possible, but still kind of have a fun, chill atmosphere. And so we stream, you know, three times a week. Uh, our main focus is on those live games where we kind of chat with with, with, with chat and, and have a good time playing, showing off what we think are beautiful, beautiful terrain, things like that. It's kind of the, our chance to make like the dream kind of white dwarf live live show that we always wanted when we were younger and uh try to make something that people can can hang out with and and kind of be a bit aspirational hopefully uh for the hobby yeah that's awesome i know personally i don't know about you danny but like my introduction to tabletop times was kind of meeting bridger and dropping him off uh the the sketchiest hotel <laughs> uh, i think we, we, we've ever seen at charity hammer yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think like I said we we dropped Bridger. Bridger off at a hotel and we looked off and there was like three or four people making some kind of illegitimate deal on the top balcony and all that other stuff <laughs> to, to the point where where Danny, I think you actually were like, "Are you going to be okay if we leave you alone here?" Yeah, <laughs> call me when you get inside. Yeah, 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 yeah. Both the door. That's so. Well, the funny thing is, knowing Bridger, he was still still probably more comfortable there because. Uh, <laughs> He's very much like, you know, he, he likes being the man behind the chair and all that stuff. And so he's sort of been forced to step into the limelight, uh, much to his own chagrin. But uh, he's definitely more comfortable kind of hang, hanging out at his own hotel, you know, having his own his own time. So <laughs> in, a, in a weird way, he was probably more That's comfortable fair. with that. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say with probably a free access to several illicit substances at that place. as quite a quality establishment. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, being like a content creator like you are and kind of having like this really great following, how strange was it for you to kind of make that switch from just kind of a, a player and sort of hobbyist to someone that people are actually kind of coming up and, and talking about and, and to and, and referencing or if you're just kind of going online and be like, oh, why are people saying that about me? Right. It's it's weird. It's, it's still super weird to me. Um, and especially because, you know, there was this thing, COVID, I don't know if you heard of it, but it kind of made it so that we didn't see people for a long time, especially when the channel was was kind of coming up. And mm-hmm. and then we started going to events again, and we would just get swamped. And people would, one of the interesting things that would happen was people would like, be like, oh, like, I, I love your work, et cetera, et cetera. But then they wouldn't kind of introduce themselves. It's like, well, you know, what's, what's your name? Like, what's your deal? Like, you know, you're, I'm a human, you're a human, let's, let's like chat. And it was like this funny thing where like, I forget that they, they look, they look at me differently. Cause to me, like, we're just, we're just here to play Warhammer, have a good time. So it's definitely, uh, it's, it's, it's an adjustment, but it is cool. Obviously I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say like, oh no, stop giving attention. Like, don't do it, you know? <laughs> but, uh, but it's fun. And there's also of course a responsibility, which I feel, I feel really good about how we've done everything, you know? Mm-hmm. It's about showing how we play the game and how we think the game should be played. And it's not just being a good player, but also being a kind and considering and playing to intent player, um, which I think 
from what I've been told, we kind of have reinforced since we've actually been starting to go to events again. You know, people say, oh, you guys actually do play that way. It's not it's not a farce. You're not, you know, horrible and personally. Like, cool. Right. Thank you. I appreciate that because <laughs> it is important to us. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah no... So I haven't played you before, Adrian, but I have played Brian and and I played Bridger. Yeah. Um, and they're both awesome, awesome guys to play against. So I can only imagine the same is true for you. <laughs> well, thank you, thank you. I'm, I uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, go ahead. I was gonna say I was gonna. I'm gonna be really sad if there's not somewhere like a reel of like B-roll and cut footage from your tabletop titans recordings and streamings where it's just you guys just getting really assholey with each other. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <being> like, <laughs> no, the intent was him for right. him to be like more than one inch away from the wall. <laughs> you know what I was trying to do? God. <laughs> oh man. With it's funny. Like <laughs> I'm I'm a very chill person. But if there's one person that could just 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 get me, it's Brian. And and you see it sometimes on stream. We're just like ah, like nobody else can annoy me about this thing. Just you know, like him. So uh, it's funny, but it's definitely there. <laughs> is there is there one thing? Because I know like person like I know Danny. When when we play, one thing I do that I I know it. Well, there's two things I do that I know annoy you. One is when I'm overly critical. <laughs> of deep strike imaginations and i will sit yeah. there and make sure you were more than nine away where you're like dude i'm gonna wreck this unit anyway it doesn't matter what you're right. doing okay and then the other is uh, rolling individually for saves oh my what god is it that... you're gonna kill me <laughs> it's part it's of my... the rule set danny i can't only sometimes roll if you're if you have to only sometimes time. yeah but if but if you can roll multiple dice at the same time you should don't be some kind of giant asshole that only ro- oh my god <laughs> just the worst the best part is when you just roll them all one at a time you don't even look at the dice and you just maintain eye contact with your opponent. yeah 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 i go to move and i can just see danny like see and see but anyway back to the point what what is what what, what, what does Paul do that they're really like what's an easy trigger for you to sure. be like, oh my god, i can't believe you did it's- that it's um it's a funny thing because uh he doesn't do it during like competitive games like when we're playing you know at an event or something, but uh, sometimes the movement will be a little, little loose, I feel, or I've, I've felt in the past, and I'm like, look, I'm not going to be the guy that's like, well, you didn't take the inch going around the blah, blah, blah. So, like, there's literally nothing. Like, I'm like, it doesn't matter if I say anything, because then I just look like a jerk, because uh, they don't get that backstory, you know? So, um, yeah, there's a couple of really funny incidents about that, essentially, where it's just like, oh, well, I really, uh, really thought you couldn't move here. Mm, okay yeah <laughs> and you just go with it you know it's like well, <laughs> well look, that, that p- passive aggressive positive affirmation be like oh so you can just move like that huh oh, oh cool okay. yeah that's fine <laughs> oh, that's wonderful i didn't know your knights could just move over terrain that's great that's like one of their weaknesses but you don't have it that's pretty cool or like you know? knowing that you're being streamed you phrase it in such a way that chat just goes crazy you're like, oh look they're all my set that's crazy <laughs> who would have thought right that? yeah well that's the funny thing is like one way or another chat sees or doesn't see or says or doesn't say so like they're gonna have their opinion that's gonna be the 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 law of the land anyways so you know one way or another um you just kind of have to have to live with it that's the fun part is like we have a very uh, i'm very proud of our chat it's definitely not toxic we definitely kind of keep we keep the trash out but um they are also yeah exactly go to grim after dark guys just hang out there but but they (laughs) but they're super sassy right and they're like, well, chat says this. I'm like, well, chat's wrong. I'm sorry. Uh, and and so there's this funny back and forth between like us and this imaginary character that's actually like a thousand people put together in one. And uh, I love it. Like Brian <laughs> and, and Adrian versus, versus the hive mind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. 
Exactly. But the thing is, like, it's a human hive mind, and it's an internet hive mind. So it's like, honestly, I, it's like a 50-50 call if they're right. And the times when they're wrong, it's like super volatile, and then they start fighting amongst each other. So like, again, it all just adds value. That is like the secret <laughs> role of the producer, and I feel so uh, I appreciate my producers because they have to be the ones kind of holding back this like tide of opinions and rules checks, and like, you know, when we're playing the game, we have a kind of a better sense on like what rules we're using at what moment, things like that, and the producers having to like cut to different cameras and make all these decisions. And for them to like also have to process chat and decide what's a legitimate thing or what's not, or in some cases, what actually even matters, you know, it's like, oh, well, you did this one rule wrong at this point. And so the producer has to manage all of this. And that is a tough yeah. job. That's yeah. a tough job. <laughs> yeah, it is. Producer, thankless task. I know like Danny, yes. when, when we jumped over here, <laughs> like, um, and we started kind of like, produce, like be on the show for Frontline and we like didn't know what was going to happen. It's really weird. It's <laughs> kind of showing up and someone else doing like all of the actual hard work. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the thing. So you thanks, production team. Thing. Yeah, yes, no thank kidding. You. <laughs> no, no. you guys can't see it, but we got a thumbs up from our producer, uh, uh, Richard. Thank you. Good times. Yeah. Um, so Warhammer, obviously, is part of like creating this great, great kind of streaming channel where you're sharing all this amazing content. Uh, there's, there's kind of like a call for variety. How do you manage playing so many kind of different armies and kind of different things? Because that's got to lead into it too, where like maybe some of the chats like, well, you know, I only ever play Death Guard and I know you're wrong about that. And you're like, cool, this is my seventh game this week with 14 different armies. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's a, that's a great question. Um, the mistakes will happen because of it. And they used to bother me more. And now it, it, it doesn't like, oh, I try to do a good job of it, but I like, won't be like, you know go home and cry not that i used to but you know feels like it. uh don't and... give them that power over you don't give chat yeah. that power over you chat, <laughs> chat. <laughs> um but it's like it's a lot of things i mean it helps that i'm completely obsessed with warhammer and and play competitively which kind of intrinsically means that you want to and need to know everyone's rules all the time um it's just the game is crazy complicated so that definitely helps that i have like these other times when i'm like not on stream but i'm like playing against these other armies or learning them or whatever mm -hmm. and uh we'll do like little cheat sheets if it's something that we're not familiar with you know we'll mm -hmm. make like a little you know, notepad or i'll just use pen and paper a lot of the time um where it's like these are the things you need to know these are the strats that matter just little references and um so you do that but the other thing i'm also again very thankful that we do have is because it's a live show we can also fix mistakes and that's a that's a thing that you know a lot of the kind of traditional battle reports they it, it, it sucks when it happens and i totally get it you know like they miss a rule and then it like completely changes the way the game goes or whatever or even if it doesn't but people feel mm -hmm. like it does you know that's that kind of sucks for everyone and so we're luckily able to like fix the thing it was like thursday i was like hey guys here's the speed new you know the new speedwall army of renown it's great oh no no it was the it was the blood axes i said here's the new blood axe rules also we're gonna try speedwall and we have like these cool shooty strats with so speed wall, extra AP on the guns. And the chat's like, no, it doesn't work on infantry. And I'm like, oh, yeah, well, that's that's good thing that we addressed that before top of turn one, because this would have been really awkward otherwise and stuff like that. So we're lucky to have yeah. have that. I know um, where well, we used to have uh, Glacial Geek on uh, our podcast kind of a bit. And you obviously met him, obviously, in Gibraltar. Yeah, uh, I remember that my favorite Phil face I've ever seen was he just <laughs> um, he just recorded and kind of um, backlogged a whole bunch of bat reps to keep him going for a while. And then yeah, they dropped yeah. in a queue that completely yes. how his army played. <laughs> and his face when he realized, like, oh, 
And then he sent it up in a disclaimer. Like, hey guys, I recorded this before the thing, but kind of yeah, like that. That thing. So the yep. benefit of being live is you don't have to kind of do that there. And exactly. Yeah, Eye reps, terrible. So tell and, us. And, Sorry, and it, 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 it's just one thing I said because um, it's funny you mentioned this. We, you know, ninth edition first came out. We did that thing where we did like thirty videos in thirty days kind of introductions to armies, our first impressions. And we still get people that are like, um, well, the knights don't do this. And you, like, they like comment and critique the, the, the video based off of the game a year and a half ago. And they just haven't yeah. bothered to check the date and just like, dude, like, thank you for watching, but come on, man. <laughs> and we're like in the video, we're saying like the launch of ninth edition, here it is. It's like the closest thing we have to like timestamping anything. Um, but yeah, it's always gonna happen. There's no such thing as timestamps, right, Danny? No, I don't think so. But I do have a pertinent question. Uh, we got a question yeah. from the chat that's really good. Um, uh, Slay, uh, Stay Handsome asks, uh, I want to know Adrian's opinion on approaching the game when there's such a uh, pervasive perception of negativity towards the current edition. So, mm, yeah. That's a great question. I think... That is. Way to make me look bad. Slay handsome. (laughs) Right. (laughs) There's a lot of things that you can do. One of it is obviously the way that you approach the game. You you come at it. You can. I think think the first thing to do is like mediate your kind of expectations and and, and at the same time your opponent's expectations. So um, I see this a lot where people, if you want to take something that's like not good and it's not meta or whatever, that's fine. Totally do that and and have that expectation that you maybe won't, you're not going to win the event or whatever it is. But it's also okay for your opponent to bring the broken, crazy thing because you're go- literally going to a tournament. Um, I see people that take it halfway. It's like, oh, I want to play Scions because I love Scions. But then they also get upset other people for not taking something else the same power level. So I think that's important. And then the other thing is like just the way that you comport yourself in the game. I'll uh, toot my own horn for a second. Um, talking about this weekend, this last weekend, I brought free Buddhas. I brought buggies, flyers to uh, a, a friend like, it's competitive, but not competitive, kind of friendly mm-hmm. YouTuber thing. And uh, proud to say I won Player's Player, aka Best Sport, um, which is crazy that I got it with that list. Um, and it's about being nice with your opponent and not being belittling either about like the things that the others is easy thing to do, where it's just like, oh, yeah, sorry, man, like it sucks. Like this thing's broken. I hate it, but I have to play it because it's good. Like, don't say that. Nobody needs to hear that. That's just like making everyone feel miserable. Um, and so I think there's things you can do even in the game, uh, to kind of make, make it a more pleasant experience for everyone, you know? Sorry. So. It's right down here. Don't belittle opponent. <laughs> yeah. I never thought of that before. It's revolutionary. <laughs> right. It's crazy. Yeah. But people, people like they, they, they mean it well. Right. And it's like, mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. You know, even I've had it had done to me where like, I'm just getting wrecked and they're like, Oh, I'm sorry. Someone um oh well you know i played i played matthew uh geyer at socal with the admec and he ended up top eight and he was like he apologized like oh sorry man like nah it's all good like we're we're playing to win you brought crazy stuff i brought crazy stuff and and i lost it's all good and um you know he was kind of expecting me to like feel literally upset about it but it's all good yeah and like danny i mean you get yeah, weigh in on this as well, Danny. But like, how do you guys feel about the fact that we're currently out of place? And yeah, the, the kind of the daily slate and the rebalance and the 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 promise of quarterly updates is helping this a little bit. But we were maybe in like a two three month span where we had maybe a quarter of armies being taken, having the opponent being like, "I'm so sorry, I'm taking this." 
which yeah. is such a bizarre thing where like, I'm sorry I spent $2,000 and hundreds of hours of my time to bring this army. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a weird thing, right? It's, yeah. I think you always have to mediate it, you know, and make your own calls. Uh, like for example, you know, my freeboot is I, in the end, I was running a little bit less of an egregious list. So post FAQ, I have to drop one flyer, my fingers, one flyer and two buggies and that's it. Mm -hmm. Um, and so if you make yourself a little less susceptible to these things, cause they're going to change, it's going to happen. You know, you're going to be happy for it. Definitely don't go out and buy all these models cause they're insane, you know, um, because the next week they're not going to be and the next edition they're not going to be. And ultimately you're going to, you're yeah. going to have regrets <laughs> for sure. I've been playing this for long enough to know that it all yeah. comes back around again, one or one way or another. And then Danny, I know we're talking to Adrian here, but like you like recently been like running AdMac pretty consistently because that's the only army your your moving company let you play for the past three months. <laughs> um, like how 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 was your experience kind of on the other end of that? Because I mean, I played you a ton. You're not like a, a kind of like a whack player most of the time. You generally approach the game pretty well, but you receive some like true hate for that. Yeah, I like, and I get it to a to a point. Like, it is it is some bullshit, right? But like. <laughs> At the same time, we're all coming to like these events to try and win too. Like, it's not like you're coming to a tournament and yeah, maybe your goal is three games, then just like don't expect to win three games also, right? Like that, that kind of making sure that you have realistic expectations for your performance based on the stuff that you're bringing um, that Adrian kind mm -hmm. of uh, made the point of a little bit ago. So yeah, I mean, like I had a guy kind of just play a total non-game, uh, which sucked he just was so unhappy that i brought admac that he just didn't want to have any part of it so which yeah. if he only knew how, how little choice you had in bringing admac uh, <laughs> i mean so technically i had another army john so i could have played something else but i i chose <laughs> no one had to know that no one <laughs> no. had to know that <laughs> you chose violence could um been so yes, every morning uh, tabletop titans has been going for like for a while now right so we're kind of seeing uh, some some growth, some evolution. What are some changes you guys have made recently that like you're like, yeah, that that's an amazing change in addition to kind of our brand. Ooh, good question. Um, so we, ooh, that is a great question. <laughs> yeah, we're we're always trying to you know change things up, try new things, and so you'll notice a couple months ago we actually stopped doing our uh, pre-recorded videos. We mm -hmm. we did do codex coverage and things like that, and. They were like kind of doing okay and people liked them, but you know, people were really, they watch us for the battle reports. Right. And we said, well, you know what, this thing is like, okay, but what if we just took that time and reinvested it back into the show? And uh, that's kind of let us try a bunch of new things, new camera setups, new, new overview setups and things like the war zone intros, um, which are sort of functioning as like trailers. Um, mm -hmm. and it really gets people into the game, you know, and, and this is something we found is like even competitive players. And this has always been kind of our theory is like, everyone likes to kind of get stuck in the story. Some people like it more than others and have names for all their characters. And some people just, it's like the bare minimum to play the game, but at some level it's, it, people really, really enjoy this. And so, um, being able to spend more time on those clips of like the models and making it a bit more narrative, make it briefly narrative. So we're not like just kind of stuck on it. Um, and, and that's been something that's been a, a ton of fun to do and B has been, uh, people have been generally uh, very positive about it. So that's been fun because there was a while where, you know, we do three shows a week, at least we, um, I was doing at, a, at one point, the pace was like trying to produce essentially three of those videos, those other videos a week. And it's just like, boom, 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 one after the other, you kind of have to like, um, 
almost assembly line some of these model shots and there's just not enough time to give love to them um, i'm the only full-time person i do all that all the production essentially and so it was not as much fun and now i get to kind of take time with it and uh, i think it makes for a better show as well so that's that's like the biggest thing in the last couple of months yeah and you're saying and then uh, well, we're going to check chat in here in a second for some more questions because i think we have some mm -hmm. good ones going in danny i know you're, you're checking that way more than i am <laughs> but um you just said that you're sort of like the only full-time person there, right? So like a lot of the production, the setup, the planning, that kind of falls to you. So yeah. kind of take me through like what a typical day looks like for you, kind of as a full-time uh, Titan of tabletop. Totally. Um, so mo the, the hard deadlines all revolve around the, the live shows, obviously. And so Monday is kind of a planning day, getting the schedule set up. Um, if I can get away with like working from home and prepping models, that's that's another thing that I'm sort of uh, in, in charge of doing, which has been another kind of recommitment in the last couple months where we said, you know, we when we started this channel, we wanted it to be all about beautiful terrain, beautiful models, everything. And um, in the months before, we had kind of gotten stuck a bit more into this grind with all the new books of like, well, we have to show this new thing and this new thing. And the, and the, and the, the models were quite, not quite as nice as we would like them to be. People were complaining, but they were, people were noticing. And so I'm also doing that. So Mondays often will be like, we're going to show these models. You need to get them up to snuff for paint, working on that, planning stuff. Uh, and then Tuesday becomes more like a, a shoot day where I get there in the morning. We have the list kind of figured out. I you know take down the, the battlefield from last week. So we do each, each each kind of war zone lasts a week, so we don't have to do a full teardown. Um, again, another decision we made to kind of help uh, amp amp up the the quality of everything. We have nicer tables if we don't have to take them down every two days. Mm -hmm. And um, so I'll get the armies all all laid out and get everything set up, and I'll kind of go through each of the each of the shots, each of the clips, and it'll be like get one kind of layout for the clips, do a couple units from each army, make sure it's not like. Oh, two fast attack units back to back on the same layout. Get that variety. Go through all of them. Go through all and go through all of them. And uh, we'll have a couple meetings because we have meetings for both both this channel and Hobby Titans, our sister channel. And then later on in the afternoon, I'll get the editing, which actually is pretty fast now. Got it down to pretty short, except for the war zone. And uh, <laughs> yeah, that one that one takes the most time, but it's also the most fun. The rest is like so close to being automatable by like uh, by a program. Um, but again, I haven't just had taken the time to kind of write that. And I think then, his name um, is Bridger, and that's just rude. Right? Well, the thing is, but then you also have to consider the time it takes to convince Bridger to do the thing that will eventually make your job faster. <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> all of the tech here, all of the, like, the stream deck and OBS and everything is all written by him. And so it makes sense to him, which makes it a little <laughs> bit diff difficult when you bring in other producers and try to teach them the ways, like, you have to, like, learn how his mind works to know how the software works. We're like, why would you, why would this, if you press this button twice and then go to the right, it just ends the stream. And he's like, why would you ever do that? That's not logical. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I did it on purpose. <laughs> so we had a couple of times there, the producer's like, button, button. And then the stream ends, which is like, well, that was. Uh... <laughs> well, anyways, luckily, yeah. viewers, I was going to say viewers of this show know that literally zero technical issues happen at, at yeah, any nothing. time. Yeah, uh, nothing happens here. Uh, Danny, I know there's some questions from chat here, um, though. I will say you guys are really thirsty. You need to stop it. It's very confusing. <laughs> oh, no, geez, I'm curious. I want to know what kind of shampoo do, do you use, Adrian? That's been a question I've seen <laughs> twice that's now. Been a question here. twice. Yeah, that's a real that's question. craziness. Look, look. 
there's there's a facade. There's a facade, guys. I it's use dandruff shampoo. I have dandruff shampoo because I have terrible skin. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Someone in the in the early days, again, when I was like always doing the same exact thing, and I would like gel my hair every single time. Um, someone was like, are you part mannequin? Like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> and I've kind of, you know, let myself go recently. So yeah. Get questions about your underwear, your shampoo. <laughs> your you guys, you got to calm down. Like, I know we dropped wow. PG-13 and we've already dropped our F-bomb today. We can't be asking people. <laughs> That's the only one. Undergarments. <laughs> I thought this was a kid show. That, me too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All off screen here is our, our giant inflatable characters. I'll point the right way. <laughs> off screen is also your your live child audience. Come on, guys. <laughs> that that is right. <laughs> Definitely not enslaved though. Um. Anyway, uh, <laughs> something else that's being okay. asked from the chair. Yeah. Uh, what has Tabletop Titans? Uh, um. <laughs> what lessons have you learned from Tabletop Titans? I'm sorry, is my terrible handwriting that I couldn't say. <laughs> yeah, no worries. Uh, we've learned a lot. We've learned a lot over the last couple of years. Um, one of the things is we want to make this as en enjoyable for us as well as for the viewers, right? And that was something we learned pretty early on, but it took us a long time to kind of figure out how to make it work. Ultimately, this is why we, we ended up doing live was, um, you know, when the channel started back in the day, Brian did like a few videos, Tyler by himself. We did a couple of videos, um, or I did a couple of videos with him, all pre-recorded, edited. And if you've ever done any of that kind of stuff, you know it takes forever. It is yeah. hours and hours and hours and hours and hours. And it's like, well, we knew we wanted to make it something that we can put out a good amount of content of. And then we also knew we wanted to make it a business. We were like, we want to be able to do this as our jobs. And... We're just like, this is either not going to be fun. It's not going to be fun. It's not going to be feasible. And so we started messing around with with live and figuring out how we can do that. And how do you mm -hmm. to get the switchers to all work? Um, and we learned a lot about how to just make it so that we could just roll up. You know, obviously, there's we've kind of gone back to a bit more production as we were just discussing, but that, that's fine. Roll up. You play a game of Warhammer. There's a thousand people watching you, but it's still, you're just playing a game of Warhammer with mm -hmm. your friends. And that was a big thing is that makes it obviously much it makes it much much easier to play three games a week do three games a week because they're just come playing warhammer we're doing the same thing we would be doing even if there wasn't cameras and that's been one of the big things because i don't think we'd still be doing it if we had to do 40 hour edits on every video you know yeah. at least once a week or whatever two every th two or three weeks so. and i know like that danny and i in sort of our, our, our day podcast uh where we were lucky enough to be able to kind of review gw products kind of write a pre-order weekend and a thing comes out like yeah. the scheduling before that the, the glamorous life of the gw reviewer is oh like re receiving the book the day before <laughs> the embargo lifts on yep. it like doing like uh and these these products <laughs> are so dense so like trying to get it all in the thing and then staying up hours rendering and editing it all together mm -hmm. uh, only for it to be like moderately blurry and for like that's all the comments are so you're like cool, oh fine. awesome i know right thank you yeah thank you. exactly <laughs> um and they'll still say you're wrong because they have their like leaked version that they're looking at on the computer you know so right okay so that is my favorite thing and uh, todd w my arms look super long because perspective messes up because the set is one thing but i'm actually just in, in front of a weird green screen uh but yeah, like that's the weird thing. I've had arguments with people online about things to the point where I just now delete my comments when they're like, hey, it's actually this. And I'm like, uh, I'm actually looking at the book right here, but uh, I can almost yeah, yeah. guarantee it's not. Right? It's the worst when we do a live show on Saturdays, you know, because we it's exactly what you said. 
and then we have to now do it live and so you know we'll either we'll maybe we'll miss we'll like miss something and they'll be like well actually it's this thing i'm like look i i have just looked at this book and just for barely had enough time to read it and you're sitting at home looking at your leaks uh you know on your computer <laughs> right so you guys start did start receiving like review copies uh from gw yeah. which i think we're allowed to say now because we're all very uh aware that you know we're thank you gw for this free advertised copy uh for review um <laughs> right. How did that sort of change your channel and adjust things and kind of how you, you approached yeah. it? Um, it made it, it made things easier uh, because, you know, day one matters so much. Um, we knew yeah. very early, early on that day one mattered. Again, that was kind of a big, big breakthrough was ninth edition. Um, was it just kind of getting out all the, like all the content as soon as we knew anything, everything releases. So that's the first thing people go to. And Brian had done a, an old video of the Tau book when it first came out. Basically, he did the entire video from like rumors and leaks and things like that. We were not GWP all the time, so James, if you're watching this, this is this is totally fine. And he like prepped the whole video. <laughs> he bought it online the night it came out, midnight. Checks mm -hmm. it, fixes all the mistakes, and then immediately renders it and uploads it. Um, and it was very very successful. And so we knew timeliness was important. And so although it sucks having you know less than a day often, especially as an American. Uh, to kind of review the stuff before we talk about it. It's still better than waiting till we have to see everyone else's content and then right. do videos off of that. And if someone gets something wrong, then you're saying the wrong thing. So, so that's one thing. And then the other thing is, you know, people have obviously been critical of uh, reviewers and previewers and saying they're like, oh, you're just like shills for, for Games Workshop. And I, <laughs> I feel very proud of like the fact that we're not, you know, like we've definitely have said our fair share of things we try to stay positive about the game in general. That's a thing, right? Mm -hmm. we're, we're positive, but it's not like, you know, if something is not working, we, we say it. Um, we say it on our channel. And uh, so it hasn't uh, kind of compromised the integrity of what we, what we believe in, which is being positive, but also like being real with people. Nobody wants to be lied to. And people, people aren't stupid. Contrary yeah, to what for other sure. People say. And just to kind of jump in on that, because there, there has been this sort of ideal that like, if you receive this review product and you like, say negative things about it and oh like daddy gw is going to come down and spank you you're welcome paul um but like <laughs> that's like the furthest thing from the case so like how do you kind of get around that where you're kind of in a situation where if you say something negative you're like oh well you're big enough that, that they can't take it away from you but if you say something positive then all of it's like oh you're just a shill for gw right yeah absolutely um i don't know we just kind of we just we just we just go with it at this point, you know, like like kind of like you said, there'll be some people that they have their opinion, they want to say it one way or another. Um, and then again, not to, I feel like I'm, you know, striking chat's ego, but chat will also be real with them too. They'll be like, no, they say this thing or they say this thing and they'll sort of defend us. Because a lot of the time when people say it, it's in the comments and things like that where we can't really respond live, like they're going to mm -hmm. say their thing. But luckily, I feel like we have a strong enough community that they also kind of correct that misconception where possible. And, um, yeah, at the end of the day, people are going to be super negative then when we don't need them. <laughs> this is yeah. going to go to, 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 to Danny, to you, and then also to Adrian. Um, what is, just to kind of really deny all of this shillness, uh, the worst thing GW has released in the last year? Ooh. Oh, man. <sighs> okay. I really want um, if you If you no, know it, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no you go, Danny. You go. No, no. <laughs> uh, 
Oh man. And see, now I'm thinking like the worst thing is actually being like, just it's bad. And like, why would people take it? But the actual like worst thing. Right. Oh, I don't know. You go ahead, Adrian. I'm going to think about it for a second. <laughs> well, that's an interesting, it's an interesting thing that you say there, right? Cause there's also yeah. distinguishing be- between a bad product or, or a bad rule or whatever, you mm-hmm. know, I think, and that's where games workshop is most concerned it's not about saying oh this thing isn't a great rule or this isn't a good unit like that's not what they're worried about they're worried about like really nasty kind of vitriol so so with that i will say um the supplement the army supplements like Mm -hmm. uh you know the uh cult of strife is probably the biggest one um the armies of renown i think are a better design in the sense that you get you get bonuses to your army but Mm -hmm. You also have to lose something to get it. Whereas Cult of Strife, for example, the supplements, it's just you get these rules and you get more rules. So it's just there's no sacrifice. It's more and more and more. And so I think that's a bit of a miss, uh, which is funny because I think Armies of Renown were are were kind of intended to be like not the most competitive. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I would like that, that limitation on the supplements. Like, obviously, if you have one faction in a book that has a whole nother chunk of rules that get that that's added to it it's more than likely going to be better than the others. Um, and so I think that's that like concept is it needs to be executed better on. I think the concept is okay, but they need to have some more limitations. So that, that like that thing is my biggest, biggest issue, honestly, like imagine cult, no cult of strife. Imagine no, uh, this Qatari army of renown is a bit weird. Cause it's like genuinely amazing, but it's, it's you get my, good. my point. Yeah. <laughs> like no, yeah. no cult of strife. Stop, stop. I can only get so, so happy over here behind this big desk. Yeah, I know, oh, right? I mean, I, would love I, a day. I don't know. I, I don't necessarily agree. I, I, I do like the supplement stuff, but I'm glad that those came out. I, I just mm. wish that they would maybe not do them for some of the most powerful sub factions already. So, yeah. like, yeah. the Metallica supplement's fine because Metallica isn't like inherently great. But like mm-hmm. Cult of Strife is the best witch cult too, with the special character, and so like it's obviously the best choice. And then it also mm. gets more stuff. It's like, well, then nobody takes any of the other witch like cults at all, right? So, right. but I right. like I just want yeah. it to be variants and that kind of stuff. I think that that's fine. And that's a great if you're point. gonna do it, more people need them too, right? Like it needs to not be maybe so yeah. slow. I think we're but, at this point where, uh, oh sorry. The, no, no, uh, just briefly. We're, in the, we're at this point where when the first supplements came out, like the Cult of Strife one, they obviously wanted to make supplements for books that came out. And there were mm-hmm. like no books. It was like all Marines and then Drakari. And they're like, well, I guess Drakari gets a supplement. But now we're at a point where they could potentially release like a like a grape shot of supplements for yeah. whoever needs help, whoever needs help. Um, like Metallica mm-hmm. was a great point, actually, because they weren't the best Forge World and it actually puts them closer to on par with the other ones. That's a good point. Yeah. Danny, well, well, what's your take on this? What is the worst? All right. This is, <laughs> I, I wish that Games Workshop would do a better job of sharing what their like release schedule looks like. Because I think mm-hmm. that it's really hard for people to kind of... I don't need to say... I don't mean to say that they need to be able to anticipate stuff, but I think it's rough to like try and plan events and like kind of maybe uh, like I think balancing stuff is a lot harder when nobody knows kind of what the, what the, what the release cycle is going to look like Mm -hmm. or, and, or when we're going to get like updates. Obviously now we have kind of a little bit more of a roadmap for that, but, um, and I'm glad for a quarterly updates, but we'll see if maybe communication kind of improves. I would like to see that. Yeah. 
And let me just jump in on this here uh, with, with some members of chat here. Uh, you're, you're very, very wrong. Um, someone suggested there's a lot, lot, lots of comments to this one here. Kind of lots of genuine, <laughs> I imagine. genuine passionate answers to this. Um, if you say Warhammer Plus, uh, you, you're so very wrong. Um, yes, it's a slow drip release. And yes, the animation is not like a $2.7 trillion Pixar movie quality. Um, but the hammer and bolter stuff, check out our, our, our catalogs. We talked about oh, this man. like a few episodes ago. So good. Yeah, good. Uh, we made fun earlier about painting faces, but Louise Sugden's uh, master classes are just amazing. Um, and for, for $5 a month, which is, which is what I spend uh, on a coffee every day. Uh, so I would say that that is uh, an amazing thing. Um, but kind of the flip side of that, we, we move towards positivity as I ranted away at it. Um, what do you guys think is the best thing that they've done over the past? Year? And then oh, Danny, you start. oh uh, I think the, I think the, uh, the announcement of the balance changes was the best thing they've done this year. Oh, that's not fair. That's such a good answer. Yeah, so a different, uh, equally good answer, Adrian, would be fantastic. No! Good luck. Oh, God. It's such a good answer. Because it's so true. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry mm. if I stole yours, man. Yeah. Well, look. Um, busted. Freebooters aside, I love the Orc book. Oh. I am... Orcs are my, my first and my truest love, and... It feels great to be able to play them again and be able to play them in many different ways. Uh, you know, I the last time I was playing them when they were when they were great was when you had the you know ninety boys and the ludas and everything, which was cool. But it was like the only way to run them. Whereas right, right. now I feel like, especially now that things are taking a bit of a bit of a hit, um, there's actually quite a few orc builds that I'm really excited to be playing. And so it's the book that I wanted for. A number of years you know especially especially after when the last book came out and i got all the buggies and then they were just trash and now they're like well actually they're too good but now there'll be some you know limitations to that so i'm like cool that's great let's let's just do it i just want to play my orcs so how much do you orc, think orc, the orc. faq fix that we saw coming out last week where it really limited the buggies it really limited the planes yeah. how much do you think that's a genuine fix uh, and how much do you think that was just a no one beat sean naden in the final in a turn <laughs> so just kind of like a super quick, okay, this fixes yeah. it until we can really fix it. Right, right. I feel like, uh, it, uh, yeah, you kind of hit the nail on the head there where uh, it's a, it fixes some things, right? So it fixes uh, Manny Chima's list or Manny, Manny Chima's list, as I like mm -hmm. to refer to him. And uh, so you can't spam out those buggies. And then it does some, obviously, for the free Buddhas. Um, but then it's like, I'm in a weird spot where, like I said, I didn't have as extreme of a free Buddha's list. And so I feel like I'm hit pretty minorly by it. You know, mm -hmm. I'm like, like people are about to learn that the other buggies that we don't see are actually pretty good too. Uh, and that's going to be the next thing. It's like, yeah, that's fine. Like, you know what? The boom of Snazwagon has 14 shots of this, of this, of the squig buggy shots. And this other one has a million flame, mm -hmm. you know, there's, so I, th I feel fine about it. For, like as an orc player, I feel fine. I feel good because hopefully it'll remove some of the salt and uh, it'll make it a little bit more of a game. So losing, losing so many squig buggies is good. Losing so many flyers is good. Those are the two things that effectively ignore line of sight. So mm -hmm. your opponent can be hidden. They can respond. They can play the game. It's not just a turn one tabling, which nobody wants. Um, even if you're playing three buddhas, you know you don't want it. And so I think it's a good change. Whether or not it's enough, I don't know if it's enough to stop free Buddhas because they're still pretty nutty. Just the sheer firepower is, is still pretty insane. Yeah. 
Yeah. And you were saying orcs being your favorite army. How surprised were you, uh, kind of the breadth and depth of that orc release? When we're coming out of Codex, coming out, we're like, you get a new lieutenant model, or you get a new character who's just sort of okay. This entirely was like, uh, based on pretty much an entire new range of orcs. Right? It's completely wild. I'm, I'm really happy with it. So obviously the first concern was, are there new boys? Are there Primaris orcs? Do my <laughs> 200 orc boys, are they irrelevant, you know? And... I think they're being smart about it. I think they're being smart about it the way they were smart about Primaris, where it's like they're not a straight up replacement yet. Probably next position <laughs> or the one afterwards. It's kind of like, you know, when Primaris first came out, I was like freaking out. Like, oh, it's going to replace your army. And they're like, oh, don't worry, don't worry. They're actually really bad. And I'm like, oh, okay, fine. Next edition comes around. Like, oh, they're a little bit better, but, you know. And then finally, it was eight, like eighth comes around, and people are like, please let, let us play with the Primaris, make them good. And then James is like, all right, you know, hold my beer. We're going to make them busted. And so I could see them doing a similar thing where they're kind of slowly introducing these beast nagas. But in the meantime, they live harmoniously with the rest of the orcs and I can still play my old stuff with my new stuff. And it's, it's mostly just different. Um, so what a shock and a surprise. And I'm, I'm happy about it. Yeah, that's amazing. Obviously, Danny, I don't know if you're paying attention to chat here, uh, but there is, is some confusion that no one mentioned that Black Templars were the worst thing that GW ever... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was I was waiting for you to do that one. Yeah, as it has yeah, been a uh, running running bit, would you say, where I'm just yeah. uh, pointed out why Black Templars are the worst. Uh, the <laughs> fact that I've recently started a Black Templars army has nothing to do with why I'm not saying anything <laughs> negative about them. Um, however, you know, it's what you're going to do. Who's going to mana chase with the mid-table stuff? Uh, we're going to sort of wrap this up here uh, a little bit. Danny, anything else you want to ask Adrian here real super quick or even fast or long, whatever you want to do? Uh, okay. Uh, if there is one thing on Tabletop Titans, Adrian, that you are really proud of but nobody really knows about, um, what, what, what do you think that thing is? That's a question that we got oh. from chat a while ago. That's a great question. Uh, the match balancing, honestly. Uh, yeah. we, I'm really proud of the work that goes into that to not making games blowouts. And this is why, you know, we don't, we don't kind of pen ourselves as like a competitive channel. We like to play competitive, but um, we're kind of willing to, to play whatever makes for a good game, which means if you have two terrible armies, and they're both equally mm -hmm. terrible, we actually have some of our best games. And um, it's very rare that we have blowouts. Bridger's a little bit of a loose cannon cop on the edge, so he's tougher to, to prevent that. <laughs> just the, inherently, the way he plays, it always just turns into like some mega aggro thing that could make for a great game or it could be a blowout. Uh, so that aside, I'm really proud of the fact that we try to make everything a real nail-biter. Nail and, you know, you know we, have, we have John, who's kind of a recent addition to the channel, and while he and I might be a little bit slow, our games are really long, God, they're really good games, and they're right down to the to the wire. So that's something I'm really proud of, and I don't know if that's people always realize. I almost like don't want them to realize. Like if you don't realize, then that's a good thing. But now you know, take a look next time you guys are watching, and, and kind of see the things that we we do to balance that. Dude, Danny, that was a really good question. What else you got? <laughs> that was a good question. I'm I, I stole that from someone else, and now I'm spent. Sorry. <laughs> Thank, 
Oh, good. Uh, uh, stay, stay handsome says ABC always be conceding. That's uh, ninth edition. <laughs> always right be there. conceding. conceding. Um, <laughs> the, the last thing I want to ask you here, and it's going to work in so well, it's going to slide into plugs so incredibly easily. It's great. We mm. do have uh, one of our, our wonderful uh, watchers in chat right now who asked that, you know, he's never really watched Tabletop Titans. He hadn't really heard of you before. Um, oh. Why should he watch Tabletop Titans? Like, what do you guys do uh, to earn his attention? Oh, you should watch Tabletop Titans because we have exciting, fun, uh, epic games every single week with uh, a bunch of players that are have they're not afraid to give each other a hard, hard time and have a good time with it. And uh, you can be one of those people in chat giving us a hard time. Um, but very beautiful tables, good play, uh, good friends, and an awesome community. Check out our Discord too. We have like 10,000 members and it's a great place that has nothing to do with us, just the awesome people that live in our community. Amazing. And where can people find you if for some reason they haven't seen you yet? Oh, well, yeah, just find us on Tabletop Titans over on YouTube. And uh, all our other links are in the description uh, on the About section. So definitely come on in, ch check us out, and then come say hi on chat. We always appreciate it. And we do actually read it. <laughs> yeah. So make sure to correct all of the rules errors you see. Uh, yeah. Just be very <laughs> condescending about things. We love that. Um, so, yeah. But as we see, uh, they're the Titans are dope as taupe. Uh, Nurgle Matthew approved, which uh, yes, is a taupe thing we're going for now. Um, oh, and don't forget the great hair. Yes, your, your hair is embarrassingly good. We're not going to look at Minor Dining's hairline. Uh, thank you for the far away thing. Uh, <laughs> so, as we're wrapping this up, Adrian, thank you so much for coming on. It's been a pleasure talking to you, kind of learning about what you've been doing yeah, here. No Definitely. Okay. Definitely check out Tabletop Titans. Uh, Danny and I will be back next week uh just as energized and entertained with something super amazing uh that you guys you don't even know yet it's gonna be great right danny yep that's code for i don't know what it's gonna be but it's gonna <laughs> be uh so for for danny and myself uh for adrian from table titus for producer richard uh for our editor tyler this has been grim after dark and we will see you monday hype